This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more details revealed about the upcoming pay raise the White House wants to give feds. Top secret clearance holders will soon need to turn over their social media accounts. And for reasons unknown, the Pentagon has suspended its employee assistance program. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Occupations and positions with special pay rates are also expected to see a 2.6% raise next year. The Office of Personnel Management says the default special pay rate for 2020 will be in line with the president's proposed pay raise for civilian employees under the general schedule. Agencies can ask to deviate from the default special rate adjustment or make changes from the previous year. Agencies generally use the special pay rate authority for certain positions that have especially tough recruitment and retention challenges. Federal employees and contractors with a top-secret-level clearance will eventually be subject to mandatory social media checks. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence and Office of Personnel Management are overhauling the number and type of background investigative tiers. It's part of the Trump administration's Trusted Workforce 2.0 initiative. ODNI gave agencies permission back in 2016 to start using publicly available social media information to monitor and investigate clearance holders, but ODNI says agencies largely have not used that authority. Hundreds of thousands of DOD employees are without services like alcohol treatment and financial counseling because of problems with an interagency agreement. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. Officials haven't specified the reasons, but the employee assistance program was suspended over Labor Day weekend. EAP had been delivered to DOD employees via an agreement with the Health and Human Services Department's Federal Occupational Health Program. Defense officials say HHS has now agreed to temporarily resume those services, which also include legal aid, conflict resolution, and other programs, but they haven't said exactly when that might happen. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Interior Department exceeded its authority when it kept national parks open during the 35-day partial government shutdown. The Government Accountability Office found the agency violated the Anti-Deficiency Act when it spent money collected from National Park Service fees to keep the parks open during the shutdown and to pay for trash collection and keep restrooms clean. This marks one of more than a dozen shutdown-related reviews GAO has agreed to work on. In order to get a better idea of the air quality overseas, the State Department is looking to use the Internet of Things. Landon Van Dyke, a senior advisor on energy, environment, and sustainability, said the agency has also looked at partnerships with other governments to help them set up their own network of IoT sensors. Van Dyke said the agency is also looking at ways to expand its IoT capabilities to monitor for the threat of flooding and earthquakes. CACI Enterprise Solutions is awarded a $385 million contract to support the My Navy HR transformation. The task order will provide technical support to upgrade the Navy's HR systems to a modern cloud-based infrastructure. CACI will integrate platforms, mission capabilities, and programs to build an interoperable and scalable network of capabilities for sailors. Work will take place in Virginia, Tennessee, Louisiana, and Florida. 
More details emerge about the defense secretary's review of the controversial cloud procurement known as JEDI. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Defense Secretary Mark Esper has received two or three briefings of two hours each about the Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure, or JEDI, program over the last few weeks. Speaking to reporters on his way to European Command, Esper says he's also gone back and done his own research, including reviewing language in the Defense Authorization Bill, letters from Congress, and independent reports on the program. He says he has no firm time frame in mind when he'll make a decision about JEDI, but he also acknowledged that DOD's Inspector General's review of JEDI also will play into his decision time frame. I'm Jason Miller. The Social Security Administration has selected 10 private sector organizations to test out its new consent-based Social Security number verification service. SSA plans to begin the pilot in June 2020 and expand it six months later. Through this new fee-based verification service, the entities, which include the Navy Federal Credit Union, ID Analytics, and others, will be able to more easily verify if a person's Social Security number, name, and date of birth combination matches Social Security records. SSA says it will accept an electronic signature to disclose verification to program participants. And Chris Townsend is leaving as the head of federal for cybersecurity firm Symantec to join UiPath. Townsend joined Symantec as its vice president of federal in 2017 and has worked mainly in the cybersecurity and networking field. G2 Exchange reports he's now joining UiPath, which provides robotics process automation services, as its vice president of federal. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.